Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, this is your official Leguizamorama spoiler warning. If you have not seen 2022's The Menu. Oh, this is a proper, this is the first time a yeah. spoiler warning has had, actually wow. had weight. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Because usually we're like, if you haven't seen this thing from 95, like, <laughs> yeah. chill out, you've missed your window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what like, the fuck is wrong why, with you? Why do you care? Yeah, like, this yeah. is can't. in cinemas now. Yeah. So get off your tushy and head to the flicks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like, shop around. You might be like, I can't afford the flicks. Tuesday cheap tickets mm-hmm. in so many places. Absolutely. And it's cheap. It's and the that, cost of a fucking train ticket. And the mm-hmm. exhibitors, they need your support right now Absolutely. after COVID-19. They do. Yes. COVID-19 did hit the movies quite roughly. Yeah. And if you've been like up in the air about whether or not you want to see it or not, hey, Harder you love... the heck up yeah, sh- is what Mish is <laughs> about to say from her script. I'm also like, Leguizamorama, you're a big fan. And mm-hmm. if you want to get on board with Zach and I, then you'll wow. see this film. But, but we don't start talking about the movie... For you know, like we a do good a bit three of and a half hours. Yeah. We do a good. So <laughs> eat food. I'm sorry. Is that too early? A spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is your spoiler warning. But you can enjoy the intro. Yeah, enjoy. And the then intro. go watch the. Yeah. By the time know, they're halfway through, we get the AdSense. Oh, we'll sorry. tell you. We'll tell you. We'll tell you when the movie yeah. talk is starting. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Spoiler warning. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. Hello and welcome to Mish and Zach's Leguizamarama, a podcast where um, every week Mish and Zach watch one thing starring the one and only John Leguizamo because we liked Chef and now we're watching a hundred movies and TV shows. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am one of those co-hosts. My name is Zachary Wayne. You might know me from um, my favourite uh uh, uh, fine dining restaurant mm. being, um, oh, that's a tough one. Maybe, maybe Cutler and Co. Ooh. Yeah, just north of the, in Fitzroy. I'm joined by Mish Wittrup. Oh, what's my favorite? I don't know. It's hard because I don't. I'm vegan, so a lot of them aren't, like, wow. built for me. But I love Maha in the city. Would you call that fine dining? Yeah. Maha. We're moving, wow. you know, it's more towards a casual yeah. experience anyway. We're joined by a third guest. Mm. Wow, a third guest. A third host. Wow. We, oh, my God, I got the promotion. We don't yeah, think of you as a wow. – we don't okay, have guests on the show. I'll send you my tax number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my super as soon as I can. I don't know what to buy hard. Uh, if you're going to commit financially, it's in the negative. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, um, minus three super. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm really bad at intros, Alexi. Wow, okay. But Alexi, well, does that my intro? You just said my name, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's Alexi. No, yeah. Alexi Taliopoulos. Is yeah. that how you pronounce your last name? Correct. Because sometimes I say it wrong. And what I do you say? Bad. How do you say it? Well, I don't know now. Wow. Toliopolis. Yeah, you say it beautifully. Uh, it's I'll like the heavens of my home country are calling to me when you <laughs> say my name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tapping into that thick Santorini vibe. 
when I think of your name. Alexi uh, is a, a film critic and comedian wow. uh, that you might know from the Finding series of podcasts mm-hmm. and the all-new Finding... <laughs> You're you finding Yeezus on yeah. the Grouse House channel, wow. uh, of which I was an executive producer. It's and true. And if you're wondering what an executive producer means, it can mean many things. Mm. Um, but I like to think of we it as... We use your YouTube channel. Yeah, using yeah. my YouTube <laughs> channel and uh, walking into a room occasionally wearing mm. a jacket and going, how are you? You well? I, he- I hear it's going very well. Yeah, you shook my hand 48 times <laughs> during that shit. I loved every second of it. I was just a viewer, but a big mm-hmm. fan. I thought wow. It was wow. one of the funniest things I've seen this year. Mm. It was wow. so funny. And that's from someone who just saw the menu moments I ago. I know. Wow. No, Finding wow. Jesus was like, I, I just, I loved it wow. so much. Thank it's you. comedy. So Congratulations. Thank you, thank it's you, mystery. Thank we should have had you on to promote it. Wow. I'm really regretting not having no, you on no, a few no, months okay. ago. Hey, can we not beat ourselves up? We're doing something yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Unique to Leguizamarama, which is promoting a film we're that being, is currently yeah. in cinemas. I nearly wow. contemplated reaching out to the distributor for an advanced screening, and then I didn't. Wow. Oh, wow. We just wow, watched wow, it when wow. it came out. We were like, let's have it come out on the day. I went to an advanced screening yeah. of this movie, and it was very fun. There was uh, lots of food influences there. Mm. I went with a chef friend of mine and there were some other chefs of note from the Sydney culinary wow. scene there. Oh, my God. It was a degustation or a Leguizamarama experience, if wow. you will. That's great. And then once the film ended, we thought we'd go in and like, oh, they might do some foodie stuff there. Nothing. It was just mm. crap popcorn mm. and... I don't even remember if they had beers. I think I just oh, had it a Oh, it would have been so Mount clever Franklin. if they did, like, some amused bushes. Well, once we walked out of the <gasps> cinema, they had little sliders ready to go, which wow. is a little Baby something that's going on. Talk about, you, know, film, that's, you know, that's why we give that spoiler one. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just jump right into film talk? Oh, my I mean, God, Alexi really? is a film guy. Usually wow, we wow, do wow. very long intros. Well, we can do some long no, intros. No, I think Alexi's no, a film good. guy. I was wow. ready to talk about how uncomfortable the seat was in the cinema. Tell me about that. Oh, it was tiny for my big fat ass. Mm-hmm. That, that cinema was not built. What was built cinema like, did you go to? Uh, I can say, can't I? Yeah. Event Cinema on George Street. Oh, damn. That's my favorite for my big fat ass. Oh, really? Yeah, I love to sit in there. Oh, no, it's too tight. Wow. I feel like quite, it felt like I was on a plane. Like, you know. Which mm. cinema were you in? Nine. Okay, I don't know nine very well. Nine's right on the body. It was mm, not. No, no, no. We were like two of maybe ten people in wow. there. Wow. I go extreme screen one and two. That's oh, it. I'm sure I that that's muck around no. with but the see, rest of the I, place I live very, very close. For those of you in Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, shout out to Melbourne because we're currently in Sydney. Yeah. This might be maybe Big less love to appropriate. Melbourne. Big Are love you to about Melbourne. to dox yourself, Mish? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you can say event cinemas, but be careful mm. with doxing yourself. I'm not going to dox myself. Okay, cool. Um, there is a wonderful <laughs> cinema uh, at... The old Pentridge Jail. Okay, you've done oh, yourself. Been there. Yeah. Why? Because now everyone knows you live um, in the jail. In the jail. I don't I'm, live in the jail. I travel 20 minutes to get there wow. every time. Well, now you've dodged yourself even yeah, more. We you know the radius. The radius. We know the hell. radius. I went and saw a movie at that cinema, and <coughs> I swear to God, the ghost of Chopper Reed was sitting next oh, to well, me. I watched uh, Matrix Revolutions wow. there, and I was literally, I was just like, I can't believe I'm watching this, you know, fascinating mm-hmm. postmodern, mm-hmm. Uh, postmodern experience. And in the very place that he chopped off yeah. his ear. I saw, the, I saw the woman king there wow. like a week yeah, ago. Yeah. And every single chair in every cinema reclines. Yeah. Every single ticket 
was $15. Nice. Wow. And their small popcorn is a usual medium popcorn that at a Hoyt's. That is luxury. And that's what I'm used to. And the so popcorn's I go to, good. It's olive oil oh, popcorn. It is mm-hmm. olive oil popcorn. Stunning. Palace is Stunning. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a Lido family here on this mm-hmm. podcast yeah. because they support us by yeah. doing screenings. <laughs> they do screenings. Mm. But I love an olive oil popcorn. Yeah, I love oh. the olive oil popcorn. I love it. Oh, I, I get a full fancy bitch every time. Wow. Um. And so going to event cinema, cinema nine specifically because extreme green might be a different. Yeah, I think it's actually V. Maybe it's V Max. I'm sorry, I don't know the brand. I think it would be V Max because event has the big V V, in it. Of course, yes. This particular partners with. But keep in mind that Zach and I had just spent eight hours walking around Darling Harbour, so I was already grumpy. Was your first time in Sydney? You've got to see all that stuff. First time in about four months. Wow. So you know you got to see the sights. It's true. It's been a long time and it'd been all of six months since yeah. I'd seen it. I legit, this is M- M- Mish's first like tour and, mm-hmm. and I, you know, with Donna, like when I tour with Auntie Donna, I, like I'll, I'll we'll, we'll just go to the venue, we'll go to the hotel, we'll yep. chill out, we'll do the show, mm-hmm. we'll go home. But like, because this is Mish's first time, I was like, I think it'd be a great idea to go to Darling Harbour. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> you can see that new gargantuan building that we've got mm-hmm. there. Oh, I, yeah. And I saw the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, yeah. That's and it's Christmas time, so they put up, they put giant baubles in the yes. water. I'm We're pr- famous for our baubles. I, <laughs> I am like, and, and Mish kept being like, Sydney I find... loves a decorative mm, bauble. We love it. We love to embrace the silly season. Yeah. We love it. We go absolutely hog wild for this time Don't of adjust. year. Yeah, we put artificial snow everywhere, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I, I love Darling Harbour. Yeah, right? it's great. And I was walking around and Mish was like, I hate it. And I'm like, tell me the reasons why you hate it. And she listed them. And I was just sort of like, it's funny. We can't have a, like an argument here because mm. every reason you've listed for hating it is exactly why I love yeah. it. For me, it's like I hate cruises like going on a on a yeah. ship yep. cruise holiday mm-hmm. for all the reasons mm. that Zach wants to go on one. Wow. I just love how ill you advised get that it COVID. is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I won't get Zach that COVID. loves COVID. Yeah. I want to discover the next train. I just <laughs> love the idea of people being like, I think I think where tourists want to go You're an adventurer. is under <laughs> adventurer. I love adventuring. I love yeah. finding. Yeah, I am. I am. No, I love. Did you, what are you? What are your feelings yeah. on Darling, Darling Harbour? Harbour? Okay, I love it because I love Sydney. I grew up here. Yeah. and I planted die here, and I don't mm. know when, but I hope it's in a while. I don't want it to happen <laughs> yeah. too soon. Yeah, fingers crossed. I've got a few projects lined up that I'd love to see out, but um, I love Darling Harbour because uh, it's beautiful. Sometimes mm. I had a formal there, a high school oh, formal oh, there. So I think about that very. Very often I wander around and go, wow. Do you love wow. Madame Tussauds? I've never been. Never Would been. Would you go if I bought your ticket? Depends. Is Rove still there? Was there a Rove? Is There's a Rove there. Oh. Yeah, I would love oh. to see the Rove one because it looks real. I've seen him pose a photo. But go, also not that Which one? i got to kill one of these guys. <laughs> you want to get a photo yeah. with Rove? Rove. Just go yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, it's really not. I, I, reckon, few, I, I reckon if I really wanted <laughs> to, if I really wanted to, if it was like if I made it top of my priority yeah. list, I could see Rove within three days. I reckon. If he was in the country. Should we call him now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be very possible for me to see Rove physically. Mm. So the need to go to Madame Tussauds. But Ryan yeah. Gosling. 
What yeah, are the chances of that? The closest I'm ever going to get to Ryan Gosling mm. is a wax figure made in wow. 2009 of him. Yeah. I love it's I, pre-drive. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. even have a jacket. Oh. I think that's why I'm fascinated by the Rove one because I've seen Rove up close. Mm. Yeah. I know what to look for. Mm. For the rest, I'd probably go in and go, wow, that probably is Alfred Hitchcock and they're just working yeah. from some old black and white picture of him <laughs> popping up as a as a guy wandering the streets mm. in North by Northwest. <laughs> but I would love to go and go, wow, that rove, every paw is correct. That is yeah. right. Every paw, paw is correct. And yep, that's him. His hair folds that way and stuff. Mm. You know, and yes, he's they have the same handshake. Whoa, they even <laughs> hug the same way. What Crazy. the hell? I I would have gone if it wasn't fifty bucks entry. Yeah, yeah, we go. were really. Com- if it quite was half that price, that, if it was yeah. twenty four ninety five, mm-hmm. I would have gone in. Well, that's what they say about Sydney. It costs sixty bucks to walk out your front door. Oh. wow, pretty good. Yeah, it's something mm. I say. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love Madame Tussauds so much because of like of all the like redundant cultural mm. institutions. Like you know, theater when te- when film came along, theater yep. was like, all right, what are we gonna do? Yeah, you know, when when television came along, film was like, all right, we gotta go more yeah. wide. We Gotta go 3D. The radio star. Exactly. Mm. And I love that Madame Two Swords, when like when mm. they moved from like um etchings or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know, like uh print print yeah. uh images etched print images to photography, mm. they were just like, nah, fuck yeah, we're good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're just yeah. like, this is like a thing that has not been necessary for over a hundred years. Mm. I can look at photos of celebrities. Yeah, now. yeah insane. Because that's what it was from, I reckon. It would have been like back when it was like, oh, all I've ever seen is this etching yeah. of this. Opera star. I think one day they'll have to go, you're allowed to kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to kiss them. That's what we got to do. That, uh, yeah. What's that stone in Ireland? Bl- the Blarney the Stone. stone it's the new Blarney yeah. Stone. You get to like... come and kiss Ron Gosling. We'll allow <laughs> yeah. it. You can touch him. We're going to make a penis on him, but if you want to touch that area, it's fine. <laughs> it's gonna, we're going to move towards like private rooms. Mm. Like, we're not going to judge you, but yeah. Yeah. you're allowed five minutes in this room. <laughs> 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 yeah. With Holly Minogue and Rove. <laughs> it's just a person you at the can, front can, selling yeah. tickets. Yeah. Anyone that's won a Logie, you can go meet them. There's a big file, like yeah. all plastic pockets with all the celebrities you can choose. And you're yeah. like, two for 100, wow. three for 125. Yeah. So and good. they're not saying yeah, I'll have Ricky yeah. Marvin. Um, <laughs> I'll have uh, Kathy Freeman. I don't know who's there. I'm trying to figure out of that era who would have them. that there is most definitely business. Mm. That, that is honestly... Something I think could make money. Mm. If someone from Madame Two Swords, a like a, yeah, a wax <laughs> no, figure of you're a not celebrity, this, all oh, you're doing you can is do you're getting 20 minutes in the room <laughs> yeah, exactly. and there's no cameras. Yeah, and, and all I'm questions. doing is selling <laughs> the tickets. Question. All I'm doing is selling the tickets. What you do in that room is completely wow, up to you. To you. Well, don't wow. get me wrong. There are 17 cameras lining <laughs> the hallway yeah. to the rooms. When you're in the room, and yeah. you have to take a picture on the way out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's very funny. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. no, but there's money in that. Them. There is money in that. I think oh, if we've yeah. just, it's a good game that we just play, which is millionaire. We'll go, what's your million dollar idea? <laughs> and I think we just came up with a good one. Yeah. I think the other we thing each I love We own 33.3% of that. <laughs> yeah. Buy, buy. Madame but you can fucking do whatever you want for three minutes with them. Buy Madame Tussauds <laughs> from, from Merlin Entertainment at a yeah. discounted rate <laughs> and then change it into a weird, skeevy sex cinema thing. <laughs> 
can do whatever you oh, want. Whatever you so want. And it's just one room. It's just we've got one room and we've got like all the models at the back. And then you just you enter the room and we pop someone else has popped them in that all, room. They're all placed on like on metal spikes mm, yeah. so they don't move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can do whatever you want. And we're not that. putting genitalia on them no, or nothing. They're dressed. Like, they're they're dressed. dressed. Yeah, exactly. You know? They're, they're in their signature outfit. Yeah, exactly. Of, you want Jerry Hallowell? You can have Jerry Hallowell. Wow. But you're going to get Jerry Hallowell in mm-hmm. a Union Jack exactly. mini dress. And our expectation is when we come back in the room that, that she'll be dressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we say. As long as we enter, and it's almost identical. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you can't make it exactly identical. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't know what you've done in there. We don't know what you've done in there. And we don't want to know. But we, we just want respect. Judge. We just want respect. Yeah. Just, As a business, we exactly. want your respect. There's a little bit. And your money <laughs> yeah. of 50 bucks. We yeah. didn't change the price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it more to your value. <laughs> Yeah, we've upped the value. Exactly. We haven't lowered the price. Exactly. Oh, fuck, that's so oh good. Genuinely, God. the povass little bitch in me goes, we could maybe make oh, wow. that work. We'll if, talk to if Johnny Legs had a wax figure. Mm. I don't want to fuck that. What? Wow. He's okay. like family I now. I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> about that. What era do you think he would be? You think he's the pest in there? Do you think he's the guy from Chef? I think he's, he's Luigi. Uh, Luigi. I think he's Tybalt. Oh, of course Tybalt. he's Tybalt. Yeah, wow. I think he's like, I think it's mm. it's Baz mm. Luhrmann. Because he's in there solo. If he's if Bob Hoskins is in there next oh, to yeah. him, obviously. I was just thinking yeah. like he could be the Toulouse-Lautrec, but you'd need the whole mm. Milan Rouge cast. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's Tybalt because that's iconic. Solo yeah. in there. Because is it is this this is important for your question, right? Mm-hmm. Are they making it now and choosing an era or is it when did it get made? Um, he dies in 20 years' time and they can pick from any point in right. his career. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is our first model that we're commissioning you know as like the new think? owners. I'd like to think <laughs> my dream, my dream wow. is that it's just him in a suit. Yeah. Wow, red carpet ready. Yeah, carpet ready. Wow. Yeah. That's the dream. But it's probably Tybalt. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe. Or maybe it is like a mid-2000s one-man show. You know, just because. Like like a New York jersey. Depends Mm. on who's who's Mm -hmm. commissioned it. Because there's very few one-man show people represented there. You're not going and go, wow, let me take my picture of Spalding Gray. You know? <laughs> there's not so many monologists in there. <laughs> oh, he's got his little cards yeah. in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Spalding Gray, as his character from the nanny as France therapist, it's not actually the monologist I character. Think you're getting, I think you're getting mm. tight pants, vest, mm-hmm. Tybalt. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do I think, do you're think getting, that's what you're going to yeah. get. I think it might be the guy Especially from regarding if- Henry shit in shit you in the head yeah, if you want. Have you seen that yeah, movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Phenomenal. It's crazy. That movie, we did that movie mm. a while back. Yeah, it was now. quite early on. But yeah. that movie blew my fucking mind. Wow, you got regarded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> famously, famously. Mm-hmm. Famously. Mm. Um, it sparked an urge in Zach to say that his least favourite genre of film is dramas from the early 90s. Mm. Middle, middling. Middling yeah. like dramas. If, Mid-brow. If, I, if you're going to, if you're going to make me sit through something that's not funny or fun, mm-hmm. you got to make me really feel. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Whereas in the mid-2000s, like, no, sorry, pre-mid-2000s, mm-hmm. there was a genre of drama that was like, you're just going to watch it yeah. and it's just going to happen. You get to happen. sit down for two hours. Yeah. And it's like, well, if I'm going to sit down, I'd like to see something fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas that was just very like, and then this happens and then he comes out a better man. And wow, the, uh, he does. Yeah. And all it took was a bullet to the head. <laughs> By Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs. It was a brilliant moment. Mm. And then he did a movie called The Take. Have you seen The Take? Mm-mm. Oh, you oh, must. Yeah. You must. Oh, you okay. must. What's The Take? 
Oh, oh, so the take was the this first. Was a, this was a real, like, you know, when you do something like this where you go, oh, mm. oh. Your first surprise. I this is, bring it up yeah. on the pod yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah, it was like we were just picking movies and we kind of have, like, a group of movies yeah. that are, like, these are our special ones. Mm. Romeo and Juliet, Moulin yeah. Rouge, Chef. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that we're like, these are us. We're holding on to these yeah. until we're really ready. Then we've got a group of like, these are really funny ones. Like mm -hmm. when we get to these ones, these ones are going to fucking go off. Like we've got the Ice Ages, which we yeah. do with Ben Russell, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then we've got this other group that's probably about 60% of the movies, mm. which is just like, and we throw those in the between unknowns. the other ones, right? Wow. And this was one of those, I'm like, okay, Zach, are you feeling like a drama? Like, let's just, fuck it. This mm. is some drama. Let's yeah. just watch the tape. Let's it's a drama regarded. thriller. I think it even looked like a thriller. It was real, yeah. like, you know when they used wow. to just put whatever genre yeah, was yeah. And we're talking I'm a video store cover. day. I'm yeah. a video store guy, and I was, yeah. like, obsessed with those. And he was in yeah. heaps. Heaps. Yeah. We always have heaps, heaps. of him. He does, yeah, that's yeah. all, like, we've watched, I have watched so many middling mm. And that's right. what you some think this is. You would look at the DVD and you'd go, this is some, like, I'm surprised Ving Rhames isn't in this. Oh, you know, kind of like thriller so kind of John Leguizamo and Rosie Perez and yeah. then a bunch of other people. I love right? those two. And I was like, mm. all right, let's just chat. And it was one of those chuck it on while you make dinner. Mm -hmm. yep. So you can watch make dinner. Within five minutes, I was like holding my ladle wow. and sitting and I was, it was, it was, like, what a great euphemism. I was holding a freaking ladle over this movie. I was freaking <laughs> fucking ladle. There was no cooking happening. Mm. And it is now yeah, probably up. in my top, I want to say five, but I'm going to be safe and say ten Leguizamo films. I was going to say all time. No, top nah. five all time. Not my favorite of all time. but it was He's the, in some of it my was the top biggest ten of surprise. all time. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. But this is, yeah. It was the biggest surprise. Mm. It absolutely was just like, oh my God. And it, was, it made me go, and Zach and I have talked about it multiple mm -hmm. times, I fucking love doing this podcast wow. because for moments like this. Yeah. Yeah. This is the um, – it was from the crea the director and maybe the writer of Lincoln Lawyer. Remember Lincoln oh, Lawyer? Oh, Lincoln Lawyer. How could yeah. I ever forget? I remember Lincoln Lawyer. I thought that Lincoln Lawyer yeah, was pretty lovely good. Movie. John Leguizamo was yeah. in that film. He's in that movie. Wow. And this is the one he made before Lincoln Lawyer. So this wow. is the little movie that, mm -hmm. like, no mm -hmm. one watched. That, yeah. But then it's like, all right, you can yeah. do that again. The but Chevrolet advocate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you got to move. You got to move legs down to mm. his two scenes in Act One, one scene in Act Three. Wow! Roll and then and then uh, and then put in a. But this is him, and he's the oh lead. My gosh. Oh, and he's acting. He's a him, great lead. Him and oh. Rosie Perez mm. being a lead. They've done together. four movies together yeah, or something. Wow! Insane. And it was just. It was just. It was such a wonderful, mm. and it was because we'd been saying after we saw Lincoln Lawyer that we just wanted Johnny Legs to have his Lincoln, his McConaughey, yeah, moment, his okay. McConaughey era. Yes. Why isn't it happening? For Where's him? his Lincoln Lawyer? And for yeah. me, the take was his, his Lincoln, Lincoln Lawyer, Lawyer, but it just never. And then that obviously opens up a lot of questions about Hollywood and yep. how it operates mm -hmm. and who gets given opportunities. But <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. that's. That's it. And it yeah. was just so good. Anyone who says, like, what should I watch? I'm always like, watch Moulin Rouge, watch Romeo yeah. and Juliet, whatever. But then people are like, big Johnny Legs fan, what movie should I watch? Wow. I'm like, Land of the Dead mm -hmm. and, and um, Land of the, the Dead. That's a Ramiro, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a good. I actually really like Land of the Dead. Loved Land I of the Dead. That was another big shock for me. When it came out. It was that a was, plain movie for me. Loved it. I yeah. missed it when it came out. And I used to love, <clears throat> I used to love Ramiro. I loved mm. Dawn of the Dead. And, and I just, but then I just missed it when it came out. Mm. It was one of those ones on the list. Yes. And then watched it for the first time because of this podcast, and it like re-sparked oh. my love of mm. like genre. Like and I love genre. I and never it's like liked zombie of, films ever. Yeah. I've never seen. I'm not liked. I can't say I never liked them because I've never seen them. I just never been picked up on that. Very generous of you to put it that way. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> uh, then uh, I saw Land of the Dead. 
and it sparked this want to watch. Wow! Did and you I, go through of the the other of the dead? I've movies? watched a couple more. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I'm, I really want to commit and watch like all of them, all of them. But I've watched a couple of them. We uh, should talk. I got one very rare Johnny Leguizamo movie. Oh that yeah! People don't really know it's on Tubi these days. Oh. Oh. Is We've been talking Night a lot to be. Is that yeah. We've seen Night Owl. We have Are you seen. Kidding me? We yeah, did it like two weeks did, oh, ago. Wow, Which is now okay. a good time to mention that we did record that episode, but we've got a bunch banked, so he's mm. going. He's going to be in a couple of weeks. Oh, awesome. Oh, I can't so, yeah. wait to listen to you talk about it because I have it on Blu-ray. There was like a new restoration that was done a few years ago. I would, I would, and I was like, I had to check this one out. I would love. Oh, mm. fuck. We should have. Uh, and there's a good. Uh, he's. Uh, they talk about how Johnny Legs, because that movie was. No budget, no money Ooh, whatsoever no money. into it. And then um, he becomes famous after it starts getting made and he starts putting money into the movie and he's very generous with the director. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll come for a few days again or whatever and just checking in on it and stuff like that. Very cool, supportive guy. Oh. And that director hasn't done too many other things, but it's a, I think that's a cool little movie. That's can, so cool. Can, Tom, can I just, can I just, you, can I just uh, say very yeah. quickly, Tom, no, soundbite <laughs> that last 30 seconds <laughs> so that we can insert it into the mm. Night Owl episode okay. at some point. It's really It's really rough that this is coming out before Night Owl Mm. because um, we didn't have that context. Yeah. And I was really tired. Both of us were really tired. You you were not Night Owls. The whole tone of the entire podcast is like, I wish I was in a better mood when Mm. I watched this because I can't really talk to it. Yeah, yeah. Because you're a critic. Of course. Do you ever have days really. where you're like, fuck, I'm not in the mood to watch this movie. Yeah. How am I going to give Can it a you fair imagine I just don't. I, well, I don't. I, because I'm in the position where I just really get to pick what I want to watch now. Though. Yeah. So I'm not, that's great. I'm not like at uh, ABC or anything where I had to like go, okay, you got to see these three movies this mm. week and talk about them. Yeah. So I kind of, um, and also if I watch something and go, well, I have nothing to say. I won't review it, you know? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. so if you're not in the, because that's, I, I had a big moment when I watched it. And we'll talk, like we talk about it when it comes out mm-hmm. where I was just like this movie has a lot going for yeah. it but it got me on a bad mm-hmm. day it's mm-hmm. tiny it's tiny you know it's you're watching it there's like it's mm. not um it's not polished it's an unpolished mm. little movie you know uh, it is like like the film unpolished gems <laughs> <laughs> which ironically is a yeah. very polished, polished movie. Film. <laughs> polished it was film. Night Owl was like to me a quintessential art house film. Mm, totally. And I think I do enjoy an art house film, but yeah. you really do need to be in a headspace for yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're not, you get mad mm-hmm. <laughs> at cinema. You've got to be degree ready walking yeah. in. Oh, on a hundred percent. We're um, gonna talk about the movie The Menu now. Wow. Oh. Okay. I am so excited to talk about the menu. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, and let um, the record show none of I've not shared my opinion on no, it. No, you were like really that. good for that. You Even really Zach knew and I, what when we finished what? the film, didn't because dis- we saw this movie together, which is yeah. very cute. Very cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we that's so cute. We didn't really go into much detail. Wow, um, about how we felt. I've got the basic understanding. I you think, have to start. Prepping. I think I probably yeah. actually. I think me saying that. I think I probably wow. finished the movie, turned around, and then expressed all my feelings. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Seconds. You, you like what you just said yeah. then. To be honest, was a, just an un- uh, was the biggest lie I've ever. <laughs> well, no, I don't yeah. know how Zach feels about it because I didn't. I, know. I kept it vague. Kept I kept it vague. Kept Mish told me she during, during the, the movie she wow. was like leaning over and giving a thumbs up. Right. So I, like, wow. I love a mid review, <laughs> middle of the movie review. I like it. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, this is my blurb. Wow. The Menu is a movie that was released in November 2022, which is the same year and same month that we are recording this podcast. Which is a fucking miracle for Mission Zach, who usually talk about straight-to-VHS movies from the mid-90s. Congratulations. Thank you. It's really like the most organized we've ever been in our lives. Thank you so much. The Menu is a dark comedy-slash-thriller-slash-horror sort of directed by Mark Mylod from Succession, Shameless, and Game of Thrones fame. Wow, yeah. It is the story of the wor- a world-renowned chef who owns and operates an exclusive restaurant on an extremely isolated island. Mm-hmm. On this particular evening, a small group of privileged members of society r- arrive on the island by boat to partake in an evening of pleasant, grandiose theatrical dining. Wow, yeah, good for you. That's great. Grand theatrical it is, but pleasant, not so much. My shitty blurb does not do this narrative of the film justice. Thank you. There are many BNC. Self-deprecation is a real people user, but I think lose it from All right, I hope you David Stratton box. over here. Yeah. I'm ready for us to share the role of Margaret exactly. to you. I'm getting tongue-tied because I'm so excited. Like, I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> salivating for this. Wow. Um, okay, fine. My blurb was fucking it's sick. It's really good. Um, there yeah. are also many B and C plots taking place throughout this film. John Leguizamo plays an aging movie star desperately holding on to his fame and notoriety. Mm-hmm. It's such a delicious role and he draws much inspiration oh. from a previous work colleague and infamous cunt yes. of Hollywood named Steven Seagal. Yes. yes. Have That's you, good Had you heard? That? I had heard this. I had yeah. heard this. Steven Segal. What movie did they work on together? A couple. They did a couple. Surely nothing Out theatrical. The justice. Uh, executive decision. Deci- executive decision. Oh my gosh. You know the one. Have you, executive These are the decision. funniest titles. These executive the, decision is like yeah. a treat. It's it's. There's um, like forty movies mm. called that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all identical. They may as well be remakes, but they come out just you know whatever. And if it's not executive decision, it's like decision mm-hmm. colon yeah. executive. <laughs> <laughs> the executive decision. Yeah. Executive decisions the, made yeah. by executives. Yeah. The chairman's choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was called Executive Decision, (laughs) wasn't it? Executive Mm -hmm. Decision. You know how everyone's like, man, there's no movie stars anymore. It's all about, it's all about Marvel. That's the, but it's like, that's true. But in the mid nineties, it was all about the elevator pitch. Mm. Executive Decision is like of the speed genre. You know, bus that couldn't slow down. Executive Decision. I've never seen it. No, simply Marvel. Oh my gosh, this is the plane one, right? Hey Siri, add this. This is the one in the plane, plane, right? So this is our episode we did with Dave Warnicky about a year ago. We do all Steven Seagal ones (laughs) with Warnicky. Wow, interesting. And um, the whole thing is, it's it's also um, that was the same era as the one in the tunnel with um, daylight. Daylight. I love daylight. I loved daylight. daylight. You know, and that's that movie is like, what if they were trapped in a tunnel? Yeah. You know, it's a what if era of filmmaking. Yeah, absolutely. and this one was what if there was a group oh. of uh, what if an terrorists had to make a decision? on a plane? Had to make terrorists on a plane. Um, and then they got another plane and then they climb into the plane. But once they're in the plane, the other plane has to fly away. So then they're in the plane with the terrorists on the plane. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's just top notch. I like this, that. Like, I got to watch this. Oh, shit. it's 
So good. Yikes. It's another little this. like pocket of movies. Well. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, um, uh, Halle Berry. Oh, oh yeah! Wow. Very, very young Halle Berry. Wow! And if okay. you're asking, how do how do you get Kurt Russell and a Steven Seagal in like those yeah. two guys don't They'd, share a movie? Yes. Well, you'll find one's out. One's on the way up, one's on the way down, I guess. <laughs> but f- famously, John Leguizamo in the second film that they made together, and I don't know if it was executive. I think it was executive. Decision, yeah. Decision, yeah. Um, Steven Seagal was pissing him. So Steven Seagal was getting really angry at John Leguizamo mm. because John Leguizamo was improving a bunch of lines oh, and like wasn't because sticking to script. Yeah. And Steven Seagal was like, "If this fucking idiot doesn't do it right mm. next time, I'm gonna fucking yeah. punch him in the face." Of and course, John Leguizamo Steven was like, Seagal. "Sorry, man. Yeah, I'll give it a crack." And then the next take John Leguizamo did the whole thing improv and then when they called cut Steven Seagal no John Leg no Steven Seagal punched John Leguizamo in wow. the face. Well he is an ally of the rider. Yeah. Steven Seagal he <laughs> defends riders yeah. rights. I yeah. thank you so Facts. much Steven. Facts. Wow wow wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I love that he was he used Steven Seagal as his influence for this because I think it's a little out of the box because oh, yeah. I think this character it's so Close to being like, I don't know, a different kind of has-been actor, like a yeah. method type actor. Mm. Uh, and I think, I don't even know who you would compare it to. Maybe like a freaking uh, Mickey Rourke or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think to go in the direction of like, he, the influence he took was from someone who just truly sucks. Like there's no depth to <laughs> what he does. I yeah. think it's really fun. And I think it adds to the character, especially the comedic mm. take on this character as well. You're so right. Like normally these characters were worth something once. Mm. And then the whole tone of this character is even when he was big, he was yeah. making shit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just think he did it so well. Like he just did that kind of like, like has had all the media training he's ever needed mm. to be lovable, but is also just the most annoying cunt yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know if the listeners have guessed by now, but I fucking loved this. Great. So much. Wow. This, Wonderful. I loved this film mm-hmm. and I th- I knew I would. That's the, it's like, not like I went into this going, this is going to be shit. Yeah. I saw the trailer like four months ago. Yeah, I saw that trailer too. My and friend Mitch sent it to me who's a chef and he was like, bro, we got to go see this one together. Yeah, and I, we did. A part of me was very nervous that it would be shit. Mm. Like I was like kind of prepared for like a thriller, kind of like a whodunit mm-hmm. thing. And that it, I was like, oh God, I'm really worried that it's going to be like a we know who's done it and it's mm-hmm. a real shit kind of thing and some sort of bullshit romance or some crap. But it wasn't at all. Mm. I loved it so well, it's much. it's hard to be a movie that you just described them bullshit romance who done it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, if someone I don't know movie off. is. Yeah. <laughs> I actually <laughs> would be really impressed to see that's that one. It's a very impressive I, uh, tonal no, I, I fucking loved it. I loved this you film so much. You just got so confused much. by all the trailers you saw at the cinema that day. Go, okay, so well, it's just one big long movie. No, I was really worried yeah. it would be this. No, I it's just be, because you watched the trailer would, for it and yeah. also a romantic comedy. I would make comedy. the worst film critic on the planet. It's like I would be so bad at it. All I know is that I fucking loved this film. Mm. I loved the tone of it. I loved the cast. I thought it was cast immaculately. Yes. We love to hear I that. I want to do a quick chat about Nicholas Holt. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry. Once yeah, no, what? <laughs> yeah. We're on the Holt chat. You just reeling yeah. through every discussion point. We're on the, the, the s- holding on to this. The sub podcast has begun. Halt your horses. The <laughs> Nicholas Holt podcast. Well, would you like me to pause on that and then we can all just no, I think do the, no, we gotta do go the, the whole Holt. thing and I'll just keep, oh, should we pause on Holt? Because there's other things I want to talk to. I want to hear your first wow. impressions. Yeah, no, like, save that to the end. Keep, I won't say anything to the end. <laughs> I'm doing a really poor job. I no, just, keep going, keep going. Reel okay, it off. You love this quick. movie. Okay, because it was just about the cast. So mm-hmm. we can talk about cast. That's a fun yes, thing. Yes, we us. love cast. So I'm just going to talk about Nicholas Holt for a little second. Nicholas Holt. 
I hated his character in the first 20 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, this is not good. And then I realised that that was the character yeah. and then I fell in love with him, as in with Nicholas actor, Holt, not the character. Yeah, yeah. The character was fucking you shit. You fell in love with that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yum, yum. Yeah. I love that kind of narcissism. I love the influencer <laughs> shit that he's got going on. Oh, yeah, but so I just cool. thought that Nicholas Holt was phenomenal mm, in yeah. this. Truly, like, despicable. You just can't despicable. stand him. Despicable. Yeah. Little cunt. Just like a little him. cunt. Are we allowed to say cunt in this podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. He's a fucking cunt. Yeah. He was a cunt in this movie. I loved it. I thought he was so slimy mm. and just so rude and just so like disgusting little sycophants. Like mm. I, I, I think I, it was just a great uh exposure to the food foodie culture and yeah. food God. snobbery. Yeah. And it was very fun seeing this. I saw like a bunch of chefs mm. and they at, at the start of the movie they were all just like when they got onto the boat and they had their first little amuse boost like that oyster or whatever, they were all like, oh my God, this movie's going to suck. This so The mm. food sucks. It's going to be so annoying. And then once it kicked in, they're like, oh, we get this. It's so awesome. It's about yeah. every customer we've ever fucking hated. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like going off and they just loved it. They loved where it went, the direction it took. And then this whole, I think, is the key because he's just like the first one that you go, I hate this fucking guy. Oh, I hate yeah. this guy. So slimy, so grotesque and just so... Um, like nice guy, mm. you know that nice guy Ooh. thing, and he loves great. it. He's like really, it's that thing. Like I get obsessed with a new thing every mm-hmm. every like six months, right? And mm-hmm. I've been through being obsessed with cooking and yeah. shit. And it's like, it's about how do you balance being obsessed with a thing mm. without being being a little cunt that thinks they know more. Yeah, than, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I love what you like. Just that he's such yeah. a little cunt. Such yeah. a little cunt. And it's funny because yeah, at the start you're like, I know he's meant to be a bit of a cunt, but mm-hmm. I really hate this guy. Yeah. Mm. And then to go on the journey of like, no, nah, you're allowed to hate this mm. guy. It was really so satisfying. While we're um, in cast, Anya Taylor Joy, what do you reckon? I thought really well cast. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Like I only know her from Queen's Gambit. Okay. So I mean, what else has she done? She's the witch. The titular witch. The witch. Oh, I haven't seen the witch. She's the Northman's wife in the Northman. From the director of the witch. I've not seen the witch, but I've been told I should watch the witch. She's in the new Furioso movie, The Chronicles of Furioso, whatever it's going to be called. So excited. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know stuff she's done. Um, do you know she's playing Furioso in that? She is. She's the titular. Chronicle. And do you know that? Were, do you have you heard that it was? You would know. It was yeah. originally going to be Charlize Theron with de aging special mm. effects, and George Miller watched to The Irishman, oh, and at no. the end of it, he was like, "Now nah, we're recasting." Wow, <laughs> Georgie! Was, like that's what he said. He was just, he watched The Irishman. And he was just like, "It's not ready. The wow. technology's not ready." Yeah, good. Which is Georgie. such a George Miller. Yeah. What did you think of her? Uh, she probably for me was my least interesting factor in the movie. Mm. I think yeah. I I think she's very talented and very good, but there is a little bit mm. for me oversaturation of her. See her or every freaking day long, yeah. and especially in this space of kind of uh, next to art house genre pictures Ooh, or that elevate. Yeah. I hate the term elevated genre because I think it's phony baloney because genre is always about subtext anyway. Mm-hmm. But this kind of st- Style of a genre picture. Ooh. We see we, she's everywhere in them. And so I think she's good in the movie, but I would have been. She, there's other people I could have been more excited for. I yeah, will say. Yeah. Like Whoopi Goldberg or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if Whoopi Goldberg played that role. Yeah, amazing. We're no, big, big Whoopi fans. Yeah, we love pod. Whoopi. Um, I will say that in the fight scene between 
Anya and Hong Chow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who plays Elsa. She like, was She's a great maitre d', maitre d' of the century. So oh, good. Not um, since I wanted... Adriana La Serva has there been a great maitre d' from The Sopranos. So <gasps> um, I wanted Elsa to win. Mm. Like I was like, I really hope that Elsa kills Margot um, because I really liked Elsa. But yeah. anyway, that's just... Yeah, it. no, she was... It was great. It's, it, yeah, but I know what you mean. There's like... That's a part that like was really calling on a bit of spunk mm. that yeah. maybe she doesn't quite... That that real like spunk. I'm mm. trying... There are a- actors that, that could do all the other stuff and also have that kind of like... Who do you yeah. think would have done a really good job? I'm obsessed with his actor at the moment. Mm. And I've only seen her in one thing, but I'm like... I Immediately I saw was like... This is a great movie star. Mm. Um, she's uh, Daisy Edgar Jones from Normal People. Yes. Ah, I only yeah. saw her in this horror movie called Fresh. And I was like, who I the got fuck is Fresh? It? Yeah. She's also in the Crawdads. Yeah, scene. I got to see I never saw that. the Song of the Crawdads or whatever yeah, it's I called. I got to see I, that. I, did you watch Normal People? I've not seen it yet. I've only seen Fresh. And I was like, I think she's such a megastar. I've got to see everything. Yeah, yeah. She, that is such a good, mm. that is so good. I think she would be I was so going to say Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I love that. Changed the movie completely. But, that's but I'm fun. having a real Melissa McCarthy moment at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I think that's more about your <laughs> Melissa McCarthy yeah. moment. Yeah, playing <laughs> Melissa McCarthy plays a, I guess, 21-year-old call girl. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would love that movie. I would fucking love yeah. that movie. But it is one of those movies, like it's an entire movie. This is, I want to talk just on the cast thing. Mm-hmm. I had a real moment because on this podcast, um, we, love, kind of cast. we love the actor, um <laughs> Different kind of yeah. cast. We love the actor John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him. And, um, awesome guy. We're often sad. As he plays fun- Sid in Ice Age. Right? Uh, yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. Yeah. In, and Ice Age 2, Ice Age 3, oh, Ice Age 4. Oh, what about Continental Drift? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, but he always gets third billing, and that's mm. like a great thing we hate about this podcast. Mm. And you were talking about how he needs his Lincoln lawyer. Well, I think he's on his way. Because he is credited in this film with an and. <gasps> so it's the wow. list of names and then and John Leguizamo. Holy Zama. shit. Yeah, because I was trying who does he compete for with an and? Nobody really. No. Because Ray Fine's probably top build. Top build, yeah. Top build. Anya Taylor-Joy, second build. Yep. yep. And then who's competing? No one. Nicholas Holt's not Nicholas getting Holt's a fucking not ready and. For an He's end. just in there. He was yeah. third build. He was mm, third build. It's and belongs to some kind of distinguished or something exciting. You've got well, someone back It's the Samuel past. L. Jackson spot. Exactly. You know? This you know? sparked a small conversation between Zach and I because as much as I said we didn't talk about it, we did a little bit. I didn't really <gasps> know Zach's thoughts. I was just thinking about... pouring No, out, I don't <laughs> Zach know how I felt wow, but I didn't wow, listen wow. to a I word I kept the vague. Mish doesn't really um, know how I felt about the But I don't know if I know how I felt because there was so much positivity right I said that I reckon that when he went in for his audition, they were like, oh, my God, 100%. And they got really excited by Johnny Legs and that at the end. And Zach goes, no, no, Mish. I don't think he had to audition. No, he didn't audition for this. You part. think it's a call up? You think? I they think go... the and indicates uh, an offer. Whereas I, I think, think so. he earned think the end. Right. I think he. Oh, I, I feel. I want to ask him. He might I, answer us. I he does answer our questions on the audition. But I think they were like, "Who would be good for this?" John Leguizamo, and mm. then they're like, "Oh, maybe." You know, I saw it more, and they were like, "Oh." I don't think we – I think we yeah. offer it. We don't ask him to audition. We offer it to I him. I think – I agree because I think if, for this kind of role and he, in his stature, I feel like it's just go – there's probably a few people they're going to. They're like not too many that they will go, who would do this? And I always think of this – I'm a big Law & Order guy. Like I love Law & SVU and I'm obsessed whenever they go – 
oh, there's a movie star. We got to, there's a movie star who's done a crime, and we have got to go meet them. And you go, this is not a movie star or something like that. Mm. Like this, uh, I remember there's one that I saw, and it was played by Craig Bjorko, and I love <laughs> Craig Bjorko, but he's not a movie star. Yeah. You can't even fake that in there, you know. It's like, but I was like, oh yeah, he's great at Bjorko is fantastic in this role. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like it's not it I think Johnny Legs is exact right where he's yeah. playing someone who's maybe a little bit more famous than he is but he's the right prestige level to capture that and you know? I think there's absolutely mm. a world where John Leguizamo could have been that famous if Pest it was, took off if know? Pest took off if Pest took off I think he's there you know if 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 mm. uh, if I always say, you know, he he. It's a crime that after Romeo and Juliet, mm, Leonardo DiCaprio had the path yeah. he had, and Leguizamo had the path he yeah. had. Oh, it, it genuinely makes me a bit mm. mad. My favorite tweet that ever got tweeted was um uh was the, who's the guy that played the Joker the last two ago the rock star douchebag. Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. The favorite tweet I've ever read was, um, Jared Leto got everything that John Leguizamo deserved. Oh, my God. How good would Cream for a Dream with freaking... Johnny Legs would be amazing. Oh my God, Way wouldn't that be movie. incredible? <laughs> what a See, I don't know. I, I, you're convincing me. I just like, I yeah. kind of like the idea that he got the script, was like, oh, yeah, I'll, like, I think he got offered the audition, obviously. I don't mm. think he went searching for it. And then when he rocked up and he did, they were like, oh, well, of course. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone this else is... was cut out because, mm. yeah, I just think. I think it's mm. like, I hear what you're oh, saying, but I think this is why it's such an exciting moment, you know, to see the end John Leguizamo mm. for people that love him yes. is to see a man who used to audition for the third billing. Yeah. He had to audition, even though the guy who directed Lincoln Lawyer had just made a film yeah. with him, he had to audition to he be to third billing. I'm assuming. Okay. You know? Yeah, okay. Maybe not. Maybe I'm in a bit of denial about how often Hollywood actors need to you, I, audition. Yeah, for people stuff. at that level don't really audition. Mm, I think he's offer only. It's my yeah, guess. I think you think that too. Johnny Legs is offer only? Unless it's maybe really not exciting. Only. You yeah, understand? Maybe Alexi, not he only. makes so much stuff. Yeah, Some because of, he's to offer me only. that's offer. If he's because he as if he's auditioning for a director video, they're just going, "Hey, Johnny well, Legs, see, you free on this day?" Totally get it. Like he's just uh, he did a couple of episodes of The Adventures of Push in, Puss in Boots, the famous yeah. two thousand and what ten animation series, yeah. right? That was 100% offer. Mm-hmm. And it was something that his manager would have just called me like, hey, man, do you have three hours? You have yeah. three hours free tomorrow. You've got to do You've this. You've got to do this. It'll make it's it an easy, easy 30K. Yeah. Like, come on in. And he was been like, yeah, sweet. Here's how I'd frame it to you, Mish. You make a web series that does well. You make a TV show that does well. Suddenly, you know, uh, someone comes a knocking from uh, Bloom House. Bloom House, yeah. right? Bloom House pictures. Jason Bloom. Gives Dream. a knock and yeah. he says, I'm willing to give you $5 million to make a, an elevated genre film, mm-hmm. funny, interesting, and you write the film. And they're like, who do you think for the cast? And you've got a few people. And then they're like, oh, there's, here's this fun part that's maybe mm. two weeks of shooting. You really want John Leguizamo because obviously you're Mish yeah. Wittrup. Yeah, you've got are you a podcast gonna ask, dedicated to him. But are you going to ask him to audition? No, because I've dedicated the last two years yeah. of my life talking but, about him. It's too but weird. But any of us here wouldn't ask John Leguizamo to audition. I no, would. Right. I'd be like, he's um, Johnny Legs. I've got respect for him. And Absolutely. John Leguizamo also would sort of say to anything other than like maybe a lead in a big thing, mm-hmm. would say, I've done enough, you know so what I you, can do. Do you think Nicholas Holt auditioned? 
No, yeah, no, I think for me, I see everyone offers except for the smaller roles of kitchen. Like the, mm. I think all the servers and stuff, their audition and maybe the Wall Street bros, I think that's audition. Mm. But I think Judith Light didn't have to no. audition. They no. just Judith go, Light didn't have to audition. Get? You go Judith Light, number one pick. Mm. She's like, there's like three other people you would choose. What's that's the it. actor's name that owned the magazine that the food critic was writing for? Oh, What's his I name? Uh, I don't uh, know him. his name, but yeah. he could be an audition too. Or they just go, oh, we love this little character Paul, actor. Paul Adelstein. I thought mm. he was, he's from Prison Break. That's oh, how I know him. I loved it when he's like, no, no, it's on the card. It's on the company oh, card. Yeah. Loved that. Oh, when he's great. hiding in the chicken coop and they mm. hand him a dessert for being yeah. the last to be caught. So good. Oh. It was one of those movies where I, I just was like, it was such a delight to see Everyone, except for maybe I'm hearing you and Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, thank you so much. But everyone else Feels really. Great to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> everyone get like not just a really well cast movie, mm. a really well cast movie of actors that you don't often get to see having some I good agree. stuff to chew on. Like yeah. I think Johnny Legs was great there. Judith Light was great there. Hong Chow is like newer to yeah. and feels like right in that. And I obviously Ray Fiennes, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. And I loved his performance. I loved uh, what he was going for, the inspiration yeah. and all that stuff there. I thought it was fantastic. I loved all his scenes of Anya Taylor-Joy. I thought he was fantastic in them. Mm -hmm. He has like this great sternness about him that they, mm. can, that they really went into. And because he can do, I think he's actually really um, not underrated, but um, perhaps he's arranged under value. Yeah, <laughs> misrated. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, Johnny Legs directed video movie. Yeah. Misrated. Misrated. Yeah, but he's. Um, I think he's actually quite uh, has quite a range more than people give him credit mm. for, where he can like change the tone that he's in beyond just accents, work and stuff. Mm. I think that he is able to deliver different. Um, like uh, different status really well and like yeah. how the status can change in a movie. And I think this one was a really good example of that yeah. where it was something quite different from like, you know, in Bruges yeah. or Voldemort or the famed English patient. Yeah. Um, I think I really quite liked him. I, can I tell you this? Yeah. I, um, I viewed this movie on Letterboxd, not a real review. I just put like, one or two sentences you know, I on nearly it. went on. I was wow. like, maybe I'll go and find out what he yeah. thought. And yeah. then I thought, you know what? I'm going to avoid it. I want to Thank be goodness. It's really – I just put two sentences down and it's got a lot I'm of likes. I'm so nervous. It's 176 likes. Oh, Because wow. I think I got in very early. And so uh, it's a positive review. You can okay, unwind those guts. Mish is so, so nervous that yeah. any of us wouldn't like it. No, because yeah. – yeah, I didn't want to well, – but no, because he's so good at his like, at mm. reviewing film. I don't want to be like, I loved it. This is And him to be like, I hate it and him to absolutely like yeah. wreck me. And my review is, anyone that likes it is one of the biggest dancers in the world. No! no. <laughs> it's, I give it four stars out of five. Oh, so right. it's pretty high. Yep, I respect that. And it's not a real review, so don't put any of that weight behind it. I just wrote two sentences. Funnier than I expected, exclamation point. Rather appreciate how straightforward the satire is here. And that's it. I have yeah. no idea why it's gotten so many likes because it's like right on such a bullshit thing. Because it's completely correct. Mm, because you see so many of these, like, especially movies now, like we talk about this elevated horror. Mm. And I think this is a movie disguising itself as mm. that because it's so straightforward. It's just mm. like, yeah, the the privileged and rich people are fucking annoying and we should kill them. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing There's nothing too nuanced there. They're not 100%. getting nitty and gritty on some kind of like social theme. There's no big, like at the end, like I was like expecting there to be mm. like this 
big moral yep. journey, moral compass moment. Mm. Nah, the fuck you all was very much yeah. the kind of message and I loved it. There's that moment, yeah. I think, in particular. This is a real spoiler one. So, please, But, like, when he talks to John Leguizamo, you're like, why does he want to kill all these people? Yeah. Yeah. And you see it and you're like, you see the satire, like you say. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's because this person's a billionaire and mm-hmm. because these guys are like, funneling money to Cayman yeah. And then when he says the reason he wants to kill John mm-hmm. Leguizamo, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, it's not like this big comment on society. It's just this like person who's lost, who's just, yep. who's just lost it. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm going to kill all the people that piss me yeah. off. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> My favorite, I loved the bit. So there's a part where, so it goes through all the courses and each course is, mm-hmm. each of the courses is kind of like a different yes. scene, I suppose. And some like whatever. Um, and the third course is tortillas. And well, each tortilla has a, a f- printed photo on, like, has been, um, you know, burnt into the back of each tortilla that, that relates to the mm. person eating it. And, like, someone, there's a picture of him cheating on his wife. Yep. And one of them is a picture of him taking photos of the food when he's told not to, whatever. And then the Wall Street guys have all their dodgy yeah. contracts <laughs> printed so on the good. back of the tortillas. And they're like, Oh fuck! <laughs> like what? Yeah. Are, oh shit! They're like panic in We're gonna about kill that. you for this. Yeah, and, and then they call over um, Hong Chao, and they're like, "What is this?" And she's like, "Tortillas." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "No, what's on the back of them?" That's the back of the tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I, I oh. also like whenever those chirons come up there, whether it's like what the course is, oh, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, course three. They got a huge laugh on every single yeah. reveal. They're so. Well placed, so funny, and it just like I love how it establishes a style early on with like two or three that mm. are like serious or accurate, and then it just goes into the humor of them. Tyler's bullshit. Tyler's bullshit was so the biggest laugh, so funny, and yeah. just as well like there's this layer with it as well where there were certain things that they were setting up that as they were setting it up, I was like, oh, they're going a little hard on like mm. the. This is so much like X or so, and yeah. it, but you're absolutely right that yeah. like if you stick like by sticking with it, it's mm. just it's all like planting seeds mm. for reveals. I was just just talk about like what I thought about it. Yeah, is the final reveal the final reveal? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're both fools. <laughs> <laughs> You've been swindled by, <laughs> by swindled by Adam McKay yet wow. again. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, no. um, I. I when I saw the trailer, because everyone was so excited about the trailer. Mm, great right? trailer drop. You know. I think I sent it to you like four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have everyone was really year? excited. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. And we have to see this. When are we going to go see this? I didn't have the heart to tell you, Mish. When I saw the trailer, I loved the trailer for the first minute or mm. so when it was just pure satire. It yep. was just like this, um, you know, people going to eat at a nice restaurant. Mm. And I was like, this is fun. This yeah. is just a fun. I've not seen this skewered and it really needs mm. to be. And then it tips into the horror the way that trailers do. Mm. And I was, I was so... We love that tip. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed. Mm. I was just like... Oh, oh no. They're going to do I don't a movie. I want to do social satire. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to get freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> but not only that, I was just like, oh, this is... They've had this idea and then they've like gone, oh, mm. but if we make it a horror, we can get the funding for mm. it. If we call it an elevated horror. We... And I was really nervous. I really thought... Mm. And even watching the first, like, 20 minutes of it, I was like, I love this movie. And then at some point, it's just going to become a horror movie. Yeah. And then, and I love that. Like, Frighteners is one of my favourite movies. I Great love a turn to a... But I was just like, that's not what I want from this movie. Mm. And then when, like, the shocks start coming in, I realised exactly what you said. It was like, 
oh, this isn't a horror. Mm. This is just an escalation of the satire. Mm. This is really just like, it really is like just an old school. It feels like a play. Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. It I love it like when theater. there's a the theatrical experience. <laughs> I, I, I kept thinking that. like this, should, this could be on stage. Mm. This would be amazing on stage. Yeah. Like almost consciously yeah. so. I said that about Old. That was the last movie I saw, M. Night Shyamalan's Oh, I, did you like that film? I loved it. And I was like, really? I'd love to see this as a play on stage yeah. when they swap actors out with different age. <laughs> yeah. I'd love, just to see how someone would figure out how to do that. I'm like, oh, that would be so exciting. I found that movie so frustrating. We I talk thought for it was hours. a crazy movie. Yeah, it was absolutely. You see, I love that movie, and this is a little bit that similar. Was, that was a batshit film. Because that's what I loved about it. It's like you don't mm. normally see actors of that caliber, like Gail Garcia Bernal mm. and Vicky Creeps, saying the most fucking weirdest, <laughs> like the weirdest combination <laughs> of words laid in with each yeah. other. I was like, you don't see that shit yeah. every day, and I was I fucking love that stuff. It's something I've really come around to as well. A lot of with like I haven't seen old mm. yet, but like I try to ask myself. Will I love this movie in 20 years? Yeah. Like, I think about, like, um, it's always Batman and Robin for me. I think about mm. um, Mr. Freeze. I think about Arnold Schwarzenegger I in that movie. I love Batman and Robin, yeah. And I think about how good it is how miscast he is. Yeah. Mm. I think it's about stunning. how fun. He redefines the whole role. I love it. <laughs> it's incredible. It's, it's mm. perfect. It's perfect and it's wonderful and it's good. Mm-hmm. And it's not even ironically, it's just mm. good and yummy. And and I go, but if I had been my age then and watch, I would have been like, he's been miscast. Yeah, of No, course. thank you. Yeah. And then now I try to approach everything with that attitude. And so mm. when I watched Elvis, I finally yeah, got around to Oh, you've Elvis. seen Elvis now. I watched Elvis and I. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, and I love, I mm. love Tom Hanks. Yeah. And I love that he's like, I know that there are, like, he's I know. He's a new era Tom Hanks. I know Funny that voice Vince Hanks. D'Onofrio. Funny voice Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Funny voice. Yeah. Vince D'Onofrio would have done a better job. Absolutely. You know, and there's a million actors. Mm. John Leguizamo would have done a better job. Yeah. But there's so much joy in seeing someone who has otherwise always been a leading man just being mm-hmm. like, Little Elvis! Yeah. <laughs> My Fasha! My Fasha will help you. Come on, Little Elvis! Yeah. Why you give me a little I bit of that. I think that the problem with that, so I, I, it actually tipped over to annoying for me, Tom Hanks and Elvis. Wow. Like, I didn't find it funny after a while. I it's changed like, my position hearing this. I was like, I have to, let me lean in. <laughs> I don't hear what's going on. So um, I'm the, I am of the group of people, and I think it's quite a large group, that was like, I loved the first hour of that film. Mm, the silent majority. Yeah, <laughs> the silent, silent majority. majority. I thought that the first hour, hour and a half mm. even, was great. Yeah. Real, Because, again, and I've said this on the pod a million times, all I really give a shit about is being entertained. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the conventions. Robbie Williams rule. Yeah, I just want, <laughs> yes, I just yeah. want to be entertained. Yeah. Um, that's very good. I'm going to use that. That's good. It's yours, baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I was just annoyed by him. And I think the reason I've discussed this with Zach, and it might have been on the pod, but it probably wasn't, mm-hmm. is that, and the reason why John Leguizamo works so well with Baz Luhrmann yeah. is I think Baz Luhrmann's got a very particular kind of theatrical style mm-hmm. that John Leguizamo, if he's just like, I need it to be done like this, John's just like, sure. Yeah. And I think that Baz said to Tom, I need it to be done like this. And Tom went, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> and that's Baz so like, funny. I don't know what you want me to say. I just, this is my style. Yeah. And Tom's like, that's a weird style. Yeah. Um, what about like this? No, no, I don't want it like that. Mm-hmm. I want it done like this. And Tom's like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Because professional, man. I get it. Yeah, I'll do it like that. And then he just did what he thought was Baz Luhrmann's mm. style without actually understanding That's what so it was. That's so funny. I think that he needs to be freed. Like Tom Hanks, he's been doing the same Set shit for free. so long. He's been doing the Jimmy Stewart. You know? no, exactly. It's the, it's Jimmy Stewart stuff for so like, long time. Yeah. Like the good American the man The nice movie. guy, yeah. the bridge of spies, all that bullshit yeah. that I can't stand. I was like, 
wow, look at him. He's This guy's been a pitcher for like the last 40 years. Mm. Finally, he's getting a swing at the mm. plate. He gets to bat for a few <laughs> movies. He's doing this, does Pinocchio. I haven't seen the Pinocchio movie, but I'm just like, man, he that trailer go, what the? He wants to Tom Hanks. Like Cloud Atlas, he does it like five. He gets yeah. to have five swings. Yeah. No, he gets to do it. No one else is getting to swing. He's like, mm. yeah, okay. I'm playing seven different dudes. They're all crazy. Yeah. It's know, awesome. The moment that I got on board is funny because I was like it feels it's one of those things where it's mm. like it feels like such a choice and there was a point where I was like I have to just accept this yes because a lot of the character is voiceover is narration mm. and that's a thing you can change little Elvis <laughs> <laughs> you can change that in the thing you can change and it was like or you can cut some of the narration but they just stick to and I'm like so this is a choice on mm. every front everyone Wants the character to be like yeah. this, and like because there's like a bit where it's like Elvis is like dismantling every is dismantling race relations in mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. and it's like quite a powerful moment. Yeah. And then he's just like, I reckon little Elvis is going to be naughty boy, <laughs> 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 and it's like okay, this is deliberate. And then the moment where I was sold was there's a bit where like in like hour three mm. of the movie where he mm. wants him to do a Christmas special mm. yeah, and he's pitching that. it to him. Yeah. And it's like, this is so, like, he, this is so funny where he's just like, and then little Elvis, and he's like got a little um, mm. toy. Like he's oh, got like yeah. a little nativity set. A diorama. Set. Yeah, yeah, diorama. Yeah. He's like, hello, little Elvis, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, this is, guy, this is a guy just having a fun yeah. time. <laughs> I would tell See, you. See, I don't think he was enjoying himself at no, all. No, I think I that hope, I hope you're wrong. I, I think hope that, that he's I, out I hope there. I'm wrong. Yeah. Believe me, I want that for Tom Hanks. Mm, but I don't think he think enjoyed we, himself in this film at all. Then he got COVID. Yeah, the, oh, that's true. He yeah. did almost die. Yeah. He did almost die <laughs> making this movie. I think the only way we'll know for sure is the next five years, seeing what he's mm. doing. If he does more Dutch guys, we're like, mm. he'll love it. <laughs> he does. What's your star rating for Elvis? Um, four as well. So the menu Licking gets up that to, makes me yeah. think less. I'm going up to four and a half almost on Elvis because I'll tell you this: where I am in my journey of cinephilia. Sorry to make you drop your jaws, mm. but <laughs> I am uh, where I am in my journey of cinephilia. Is like I watch so many movies. Like this year, I've seen almost 400 movies. Wow! And the only and I do probably that's my average every year. I watch 400 movies, and uh, where I'm at now after like you know a decade of doing that is the only things I get truly excited by are when it's crazy. Like yeah, when something's crazy. Yeah. Like Elvis is crazy. And then the, for the, my, at home, I get to pick what I want to watch. All I'm collecting now is like like C-tier martial arts movies from mm. the 70s that no one's ever heard of. Because I'm like, these are all insane. Like I watched one the other day called Thrilling Bloody Sword, yeah. which is like a no-budget uh, retelling of Snow White where they fight monsters Good. and it's crazy. And I love that. And then just like vintage 70s pornos. Guess, Those are the yeah. only things I'm like, I was about to wow, say. they don't even have, they don't even use the conventions of cinema It's like people things. who are addicted to <laughs> pornography mm-hmm. that just stop being able to get hard. Exactly. That's where I'm at. I can yeah. only get off by watching, God, I hope I don't get to snuff. That's the, no. the next step. <laughs> oh, wow. They actually killed someone in this movie. Exciting. But no, I, I totally get what you mm. mean. It's that thing of like, like, uh, I, I had a director once say to me, went like a theater director back mm-hmm. when I was back in those theater days. Your theater days, wow. And he said to me, he was like, the only way to make something brilliant is to risk making something terrible. Mm. And I'm sure I've said that a million times. Oh my times gosh, on this wow. That's that's a scene in your movie. That's a scene <laughs> in your life. But 
but it wow. is like, and that's and Tom it's Hanks saying a, it to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like to <laughs> do yes, this. Exactly. Exactly. And they play it like a you twist that he's Dutch. Yeah. It's like this guy's not American. <laughs> Two yeah. hours in, the guy that's yeah. hello, I'm American. <laughs> Yes, I love America so much I never leave. I like a French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, that's where I disagree. Just on the Tom Hanks, that's where I disagree, mm. Mish. Is it, it's that moment that made me think exactly the opposite because it's it's just that moment when he's playing with the little diorama of Elvis <laughs> where I go, my thinking is... This is a man who doesn't give a shit if this film is good or yeah. not. This is yeah. a guy who used to do comedy 30 years ago. He hasn't gotten to do comedy in a long time. Mm-hmm. This isn't a comedy, yep. but he's just like, I'm going to do I I'm going to do it. I I think just I watch that, I just watched that one scene again. That's a guy having so Pinocchio much fun. Then. I think I Pinocchio might be different, but I I genuinely think that Tom Hanks is not the kind of actor that would not give a shit about something he was making. Not that he doesn't I think give that a shit. He he's really just cares fun. what people I think, think of him. I think he's just having fun mm. is what I'm saying. I don't think he was enjoying himself at all. That's the difference. Mm. I think I, I – and also we go back to me being like the thing I like about movies is being entertained. Yeah. Mm, this I is got, a one movie that stars uh, Chet Hanks' dad. All the rest are Colin Hanks' dad movies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's exactly a one right. Chet Hanks' dad movie where he's doing <laughs> an accent. That's exactly right. You can just see him on the they, – them talking together. He's doing Patois. Tom Hanks is doing the, the Dutchie. Elvis, the Elvis movie, like going back to the, like I just want to be entertained, I got bored in that film. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I – that's when I when it comes to me going, did I like a film, giving it star mm. ratings. I was edge of my seat. No, nah, not even slightly. Do we, however, have final thoughts about the menu? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we even really talked about it. Is there more to talk about the menu? Like, just quickly? Because I know we've got, we're going out for lunch, apropos. Absolutely. <laughs> After this, we're going out for lunch. We're going for our own degustation. Yeah. I had so much fun with this. I cannot wait to watch it again, to be honest. Yeah. I think that uh, I love food movies. Mm-hmm. On my podcast, Total Reboot, I did a mini series oh. um, oh, with my friend Mitch, who I saw this with, and we just did food movies for like a month. I I love and food movies. Yeah, it's my favorite. I love, love, love them. And I really enjoyed seeing the kind of horror take on what a food movie mm. could be without it like being too cannibalistic mm. or anything like that, you know. I thought that was – because that's kind of the way – that was originally what my instinct for this was going to mm. be. It was like, oh, it's going to be a cannibal movie or something yeah. like that. Mm. That's what I thought when mm. I saw the trailer too. But I'm glad it doesn't go too far down that path. And uh, I really, really dug it. I think it is just, um, it's more Wicker Man than yeah, like any of the exactly kind of things, you exactly know? What I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, I, as I said that to Misha, I was like, I was expecting it to be horror in the way I perceive horror to be now. Mm. But Wicker Man is exactly my favorite. It's like an older idea of horror. Horror mm. where horror doesn't, isn't like synonymous with thriller. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah. a horror, yeah. but it's fun and it's funny and it's light and it's yeah. interesting. Wicker Man is exactly right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Fucking great. Thank you. You, you, like one, too, so you guys are like <laughs> one mind. Yeah. <laughs> you are fucking amazing <laughs> for making that point. No. Me? <laughs> no, not the, not the Wicker Man. I just love this movie. Yeah, same. Mm. I really, like I don't know if I made it clear. Did, or oh. <laughs> Um, but could you, do you guys mind shutting the fuck up for sorry, a second sorry. so I can talk about Take how I stage. felt about Take this film? Stage. Jesus, it's my turn. I loved this movie so much. Mm. <laughs> I really did. I would honestly give this movie five stars. Whoa. We're not talking like with Starmos yet. This okay. is a five star movie to me. Wow. I wouldn't like, it's not, a, but it's not a 10 out of 10. 
Okay. That's, like I, I have, love this. I, I'm as soon as you said, I understand this immediately. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, ten out of ten movie because you've got a larger scope. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't give it ten out of ten. Yeah. It might be a nine. You know you can um, do half stars. You're allowed to. Yeah, I know, but I would say it's a nine. No, but see, four and a half doesn't do it justice enough. Mm, interesting. So it's not a ten. I've, I've talked about ten out of ten movies on this podcast. Okay, it's what's not, a ten out of ten? Muppets Treasure Island. Great movie. Amazing. Because I think for mm. you, a 10 out of 10 moves away from the 10 st- rating system towards a... Um, perfection or something. Uh, oh, like yeah. a Personal special perfection. to you. Well, and no, but it yeah. goes back into, for me, for Mish, what I find the most entertaining. And for me, a Muppet's Treasure Island is flawless. There is nothing wrong with it. Yeah. The Babadook is a 10 out of 10. Oh, oh wow. That's yeah. not for me. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, I'm a, not a, I'm a Babadook denier. Oh, okay. Yeah, there wow. you go. Interesting. Um, there's a bunch. This for me is a five-star film and nine out of 10 film. I loved it. Wow. I loved wow. it. I, my, I told my partner that we went and saw it and he was just like, oh, I was looking forward to see it. I was like, I'll see it with you. Yeah, yeah wow. And then he was like, I'm and a big suki. Then he was like, I'm a big suki baby. Wow. And I was like, oh, shut up. You gotta leave this freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. I think it's one of those ones I wanna watch it again to really see where it sits for me. Mm. Like I, I wouldn't want it like I wouldn't I don't know exactly where it sits and where it's wow. gonna sit for me and like like I remember when I watched what was um the Birdman. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I stepped the out unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yeah. I stepped out of the cinema and I was like, that's one for the canon. I was just like, we're going to be talking about <laughs> that movie so in 30 years' time. Wow. That was the best fucking thing I've ever fucking wow. seen. I'm the, like a s- fucking sucker for a single take. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and be, I know yeah. they're kind of out of fashion now, mm-hmm. but I said the same thing about 1917. I'm like, fucking wow. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking better wow. than Dunkirk. Fuck everyone. Wow. wow. Um, but, right, and I actually stand by Birdman. I love it. I rewatched the reason. Wow, I've not seen it since the cinema. But I liked it at the time, but it didn't sit with Th- me. That's the same as me. I remember seeing it mm. being like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it and I only saw it once. Yeah. But I left thinking it was great. You know yeah. I'd say? I'd say go rewatch it again. Go back to the cinema and ask them to put it <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> sure. yeah. One for Birdman, please. <laughs> One best picture. Surely you've got the reels in here still? <laughs> Um, and but I was wrong, <laughs> you know. I still love that movie, and I love it as well because it was it wasn't like single take. It's not as gimmicky rewatching. Mm. Anyway, the point of that was I was wrong, and I don't know. I don't have a great instinct after one viewing, knowing where a movie's going to sit. Wow. I think this movie I love. I think there's going to be l- best picture little bits that wriggle at me in mm. time. You know, like what you're saying about Anya Taylor-Joy and all mm. of that. But I think what I love about this movie is it's so fun that it's just sort of shooting shots. It's mm. not like saying too much. It's not trying to be cohesive. It's just like mm-hmm. – and I love – I also love – you mentioned uh, the power, Alexia. I think it's such an interesting – in its subtext more than its text, exploration of power mm. and who serves who, like that idea of not – this is a guy who's snapped because he feels like he's under people mm. but he's also using his power over all of his yeah. subservience mm-hmm. and there's such interesting dynamics of who's in power, who isn't in power and it's not just – we only really talk about that in terms of like capitalism and money these days mm. but this talks about power structures removed from identity removed from money mm-hmm. which i haven't really seen in a long time so it's really cool it's really interesting it cool. mm, it's really cool fun movie. i th- 
I cannot believe it's not based on a play, though. It's so yeah, that's, theatrical. That's I heard it's based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's the, crazy. That's what I heard. Um, <laughs> about a real restaurant. It's Noma. Noma. Yeah. <laughs> they killed a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go – I would like to go first with the Leguistamo wow. rating because wow. I have a feeling that you guys might be like, I think I know what it is. So I don't want you guys to feel like there's an expectation. I'm giving it four and a half Leguistamos. Ooh. Out of a five Leguistamo system. Yeah, so that's okay. how Leguistamo we it all is. all give five Leguistamos – It's a Leguistamo. It's a Leguizamorama. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes there's a pressure. When yeah. Because really I didn't like want you both to think because I loved oh, it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she's going to give it five. I'm not giving it five. And I mean that. I'm not. It's not a five mm-hmm. Leguistamo film. Mm. It is a f- it's almost a four, to be honest with you, mm. in terms of Leguistamos. But I am yes. going to give it four and a half because I loved the movie so much. Um, only because I think he was fucking brilliant in it. Um, I think he put his own flavour on that character, which was so Johnny Legs. It was just so nice to see him play what is kind of like a um, – an extra character that wasn't in it. He was not the protagonist of the mm. show. And just seeing him pop up and do little fun things, I think he had fun doing it. Yeah. Um, and I take away a half a leg with Stamo only because I think, oh, it would be interesting to see a different person do that role too. Mm. And for me, the five leg with Stamo yeah. ones is like no one else could be Tibalt wow. in this film. No wow. one else could Who be. Who are you thinking? I love this. This is a beautiful. That's the most articulate um, leg with Do you want to know my answer to that? Because yeah. I was thinking about it last night. Danny DeVito. Yeah, that would be really great. I would have really liked to have seen Danny DeVito mm. do this role. Thomas um, Jane. Wow, he's crazy, that? I've heard. Is he? Who is yeah, that? I've heard. Thomas Jane, he's a um, he's uh, he's hung. The uh, HBO's hung. The oh, like he's got That's a giant dick? Well, in the show he's, he's got hung. a giant dick, but HBO's yeah. hung. Okay, cool. HBO's hung. Um, he looks too much like Jim Varney to me now. <laughs> He looks like Ernest. <laughs> he went through a transformation of being hot to becoming right. Ernest. It's funny when hot people mm, like don't age. Total right? transformation. I heard he's a guy that doesn't wear shoes. He just walks around like he's and he does his own research on things. If you catch my drift. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, wow. Um, yeah, okay. Who would I get in that role? Is my current thoughts <laughs> as well. Um, well, I always love to swap them in and out. I love to swap the legs for the pants. I would love to see Joe Pantoliano in this kind oh. of thing, especially where he's got that can. Kangol, when he wears yep. Kangols and stuff. I'd mm. love to see th- this character wear a Kangol. Do you know who else would have been fucking phenomenal? Mm. May they rest in peace. Ray Liotta. Oh, he would have been great. Stunning. Fucking I love Ray Liotta. phenomenal. He's a bit Do of they a work together I cried a lot? Good. Johnny Legs and um, no. Ray? They've done, they did a film mm. together. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. They um, did one something. film. I don't know. Well, he's done, um, he's like the, he's as, nearly as good as Kevin Bacon. Wow. Yeah. And another Johnny Legs collaborator. Um, Adrian Brody could have been quite fun in that yeah. kind of. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We just recently watched Summer of Sam. I love that movie. I think as well. I think as well, like going down the comedy route. Th- what I love about mm. this character is it doesn't really imply what his movies yeah, were. Charlie Chaplin or something. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Chaplin, like a Will Ferrell mm, or yeah, a, cool. or a, or he's a, a producer on this movie, be, and that's why I thought. Yeah. Of it. Wow. Um, point, <laughs> point of Origin is the movie oh, that cool, John Leguizamo okay. has done with. Um, Great cover. I don't. Th- have we done this film? No, I don't think we have yet. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. I reckon it doesn't exist. <laughs> I reckon you just walked that up. Some. You just made that in Photoshop. In chat two yeah. seconds. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. When we it were looks like it could have been done. When we were yeah. watching this at event cinemas. Mm. Cinema I, nine. They had all the posters up for coming soon and I had not heard of most of the movies that yeah. were coming out. And I said to Mish, I'm like, this looks like 
an art department has mm. made fake yeah. news. Yeah, you're in an episode of Seinfeld. Sack lunch is coming out soon. <laughs> it what felt the very hell? like the Truman Show. It's literally like, like, oh, God, they've gone to the cinema, bash up some yeah, posters. Yeah, yeah. Like a, there was a Mel, there's a Mel Gibson radio I saw that. On, I would now went to look up movies for the last week and I wanted to go see a movie and that came up. I'm like, mm. and there's too many sessions. What's What are they mm. thinking? It's just literally, it's a Who picture of Mel Gibson with like a, a microphone in yeah. front of him and it, the poster looked fake. It looked like yeah. they just got a stock photo of yeah. Mel Gibson. It's like a movie, it's a, you're in a movie where they go, well, all the actors are getting cancelled and cancel mm. culture doesn't exist because they can still be in movies. Check out this one with <laughs> Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird, weird, weird. What's your Lego Starmo right And um, Lego Starmo, you know, I think you made a really good point. I, yeah, I, beautifully I, articulated. Uh, <laughs> to the point that it's it nearly changed my Lego Starmo, right? Because mm. I, I actually agree with you that that part could have been played, which adds to the theatre of it. It's mm-hmm. like I could watch this whole movie with a whole different, different cast. cast. Mm. And they would bring different things to their you characters. You go to England, you see a different cast there. In Australia, mm. you see it. You got freaking... Um, Gary Sweet. Yeah, Gary <laughs> yeah. Sweet as the chef. Yeah. And Carolyn Rocky O'Connor Hall is in there somewhere. the old billionaire yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's awesome. I, I think... <laughs> Uh, one final thought to to the score. Uh, I think Judith. I love Judith Light yep. so much, mm. and she has like what usually John Leguizamo gets on a good yep. day in this film. This mm. thing of like a little fourth billing part that doesn't wow, okay. do a lot of heavy lifting, but just over the movie just mm. fucking sells her it. Impact, yeah. She has a wow. moment right at the end of the movie. Um, when like the, at the door, we've done what, a spoiler warning. You can say, yeah, but I still. But yeah, when that when wave. W- that little go, mm, just go, awesome. That is just like she's beautiful. Got, she's got some of the best it made it made me want to make that game. noise. That oh, yeah. I was just like that, and and it's Love just like I, I saw the character, I saw the world, yeah. and she has so little in that film, but she just so. Mm. I, if this was Judith Light, I'd give it a five. Judith. Light. Oh, it's yeah. a five. Judith Light. Yeah. Film. Yeah. Five. If Judith. this was the podcast, do you see the light? Yeah, <laughs> you're giving it. You're giving it a five stars. Yeah. Um. I actually think I'm going to give this five Leguistama. <gasps> wow. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's the, it's because of the end, John Leguistama. Yes, yeah. that's he's what I'm thinking. He's had such a good year with Encanto and he's mm-hmm. not playing a silly character. He's playing, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's the, he's like a star mm-hmm. in Encanto. He's he's had such good work. He's been doing, so, he's got Violent mm-hmm. Night coming out. Which, mm-hmm. I, which we're know. very excited wow, for. Wow, you guys, I'm seeing a preview for it soon too. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hosting We're hosting. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to fly On the premiere day. We're hosting wow. a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, screening of it. Wow. So I can't say we're hosting the premiere because that's we're not. awesome. But on the day, is he that an it elf premieres. or something in it? I don't actually have no idea. John Leguizamo is the bad. He's man. the bad guy. Wow! Like okay, it's like cool. it, he is the bad guy, and it's like whatever the film is. Wow. When he gets to play the bad guy, yeah. that's yeah. a treat. And what a awesome. fucking trio of films. I mean, I know he's done other stuff, but Encanto, mm. where he plays Bruno. Mm-hmm. Fucking The Menu, where he plays this actor. He's Bruno. I've not seen Encanto. He's, he's the oh, one you hear must, the, the song you must, about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then fucking uh, Violent Night, where he plays the bad guy. What mm. a fucking so phenomenal year. So he's gone year. second billing villain, which mm. is yep. huge. And then he gets the end. It's like he's coming mm. into the very era yeah. I hoped we would see on this podcast. Yes. Yeah, wow. If only for our listenership. <laughs> huge. Yeah. A yeah. huge <laughs> moment for me to see this man not, not – he would normally be where Judith Light is on a mm. film like this, and he gets the end, and I go, what exciting yeah. times yeah. we've got ahead of well, us. Well, he always plays a sous chef. You know, he's the sous chef. Yeah. And it's we, he wasn't the sous chef, you know? No. I but 10 years be. ago, he could have played the sous chef mm-hmm. in this. That guy yeah. that yeah. does his first dish, like, the, yeah. like whatever, 
That could have been him 10 years ago. You know what? 20 years ago. years ago, he would have auditioned for Nicholas Holt's part and not gotten it. Yeah, and it would true. have sucked because he would have done a great job <laughs> of that. Yeah. It would have sucked that he yeah. didn't get it. And now he's getting an and John Leguizamo. Yeah. Five, oh. five Leguizamos. That makes yeah. me so happy. I'm still sticking with mine, actually. <laughs> no, I think we've both okay, given, wow. I think, yeah. solid reasons Same for one star. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would go, I, I'm at a four, I think. Yeah. Because I think that you both have articulated a beautiful point about the and. I think, and I really, I'm really into that. I think it's mm-hmm. huge for him to get the and. But for me, it's what Leguizamo does best where he is uh, a mighty ensemble player. Like mm. he's always, he's an ensemble, very rarely easy a lead. But when he's in an ensemble, he adds a nice texture. He adds a nice flavor, a certain spice, if you will. Like, because mm. he does, he makes choices. You see him making choices and stuff like that mm. on how to play something, how to turn something different. So he adds a, a nice new harmonious note that would be absent I, from this movie. I fucking there. love you, Alexa. Yeah, we you love so you, man. Much. I wow, wish wow, that you, wow. I wish we all lived in the same state so you could just mm. come on every week wow. and Zach and I could just look at you with That's open so mouths, wow. nodding and all. We've been talking about John Leguizamo for three <laughs> two, years. Yeah. And wow. Two years. And th- I've never heard anyone articulate his value to an ensemble better. But That's offers. it. He does. He, he, just, yeah. he just comes in, makes big offers. Is like, and, mm. and, and I feel like he lets the editor, you can make this performance as big or as small as yeah. you want. You're phenomenal. Wow. Oh. I was yanked to fucking I podcast give, I give, Good lord. What's this, the point of even fucking wow. recording it? I give this done. podcast five yeah. Ale- wow. Alexi Starmos. That's our last, wow. that is the last episode we're ever recording. Because <laughs> we got the answer. You got to the answer. Yeah, we got please. to the answer. But he is, he's a fantastic ensemble player. Mm. Oh, like yeah. I think he's really, really great. And if you watch him in the scene, in each scene where he interacts with someone else, mm. the dynamic is so interesting how it changes. Oh. Like, mm. And all the scenes with just him and his assistant at the table, I don't even know the assistant's name. Great. Mm. I've never seen, I don't know if I've seen her in anything no, before. Same. She but auditioned. I, that would be an audition. Mm. Absolutely. And I love and them together. she would together. have been thrilled. Yeah. Mm. She would it's have been me and thrilled. Johnny Legs the yeah. whole movie. <laughs> um, I loved them together mm. and I loved how their dynamic like had a complete arc and change and stuff. I think it was his assistant I who was I thought it was leaving. his girlfriend. No. Like she was the much younger girlfriend. No, she was quitting and giving Did you watch him the, the movie? Yeah, but stuff. I thought that she was That might have been the time where you were going him. to me, Zach, yeah. this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> when she's on screen going like, as your assistant um, and not was, your romantic partner. I thought that she was breaking up with him. She was leaving the business to go work at a studio, I think. Yeah, that's why Taking she, an executive she gave him job the card. Or a job in I thought that, okay, no, but understandably, obviously, I'm wrong, but I got it in my head that that was his much younger girlfriend and she's decided she wants to do a music career thing or something. Mm. And so she was going to a studio. Yeah. Um, oh. And then he was like, I gave you a bad reference. He's yeah. like, I'm a famous person who called up this place and said, do not give her yeah. a job. Yeah. But do you see now that that... that Absolutely, that, I'm a dumb that, fuck. That, no, no, you know you're that, not a dumb fuck. Yeah. It's just that you had a very... Weird shaped jigsaw puzzle, mm. and now that mm. we've given you the correct, yeah, yeah I understand do you see now. How yeah. Do you like yeah, the movie more or less? Uh, but same amount. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Alexi, thank you so much for doing this podcast. My with us pleasure. Today. What a treat to come to Sydney for twenty four hours and see yeah, you and have wins. you just change our perspective wow. of this podcast so deeply. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm glad that I could do it. Mm. Um, I'll do it anytime. I'd love any that anytime. I would only face to face though, because we can't ever do it recorded again because well, the monstrosity that was. That was one of my great moments. Moments of COVID lockdown. Yeah. It was a moment where I finally got pushed over the edge. I think. So um, I if you, it. if you ever want to listen, listen to that podcast, no, yeah, no, that's that the no, I actually that think they should listen to yes, it because otherwise it was cooked. for naught. If, we, if they exactly. don't listen to it, we did um, yeah. a Morton Jenkel cut 
version of mm. Super Mario Brothers episode with Alexi. It's yep. on this podcast somewhere and it's fucked. Every, I remember like everything that could go wrong yeah. technically went mm. wrong. I even remember there's a moment in it where you didn't know what Morton Jenkel was. Yeah. He was like so far <laughs> in the podcast. I go, oh, that's the director's names. Yeah. I think you thought it was one guy. Because maybe. I was watching. That was me. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> no, his, I thought, name, it was me. I thought no, his name was. No, it was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I watched. I, because normally I watch the movie, then I do a bit of reading mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And we had so many technical <laughs> issues. I was watching that movie yeah. up until. Yeah. It was horrible. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it was, I love honestly, it. we've since that episode has had mm. Zach and I talk about it at least once a month as yeah. what not to do and how ashamed we are. I also um, recently, you know that's on Blu-ray now, the Morton Jenkel cut? Is they it? sent it to me. The company sent me the Blu-ray of the director's cut and I can't bring myself to watch it. I had it oh. hidden because I didn't even, I had it in a cupboard. So yeah, much. I was like, I can never put this on. I can't be tempted by seeing it out in the, amongst my shelves because like, that was so heavy watching it for like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> watching a, t- a one and a half hour the movie over seven we've hours. Ever done. Um, so good. But well, yeah, that's my plug. Check that episode out. Yeah, do, do, do you have actually other Sorry. stuff to plug? I would love to plug Finding Jesus. It's yes. a whole series available on the Grass House YouTube channel. And Grass House, yeah, it's kind of like a shingle on the Auntie Donna shack is what I say. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's uh, it's really cool. It's a mystery investigation. Cameron James and I solve one of the internet's biggest unsolved mysteries. We finally did it 10 years after people have been trying to do it. Mm. We did it because we're really smart and we love to hold people uh, accountable and <laughs> really ask heavy hitting questions like did you make a game and stuff like that it's, it, and it's fucking phenomenal I loved it so much it's, it's a doco great. documentary great. thank you so much for listening to this week's episode what should Tom send us off with I think Tom you should send us off with just sounds of cutlery wow cutlery nice. sounds <laughs> you know, we only ask ding, for ding, stuff ding. that's free no. oh, yeah, that we can't get anymore, sued over you know? yeah, yeah. Um, can you also insert a cutlery sounds and then Maybe Tom just saying yum yum occasionally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Cutlery sounds and yum yum. Yeah. Right. Thank you so tasty much. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it like- hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Like that. Mm, Just, like, surprise us. Anyway, thanks, Tom. We love you all. Bye. Yum. 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 Yummy. Yum. 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 Yummy.